Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 813. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Ismach at Take10FortorahOrg. So today is number three of our sequence of tens in honor of Hanukkah. So today I want to focus on something which is useful not only for Hanukkah and understanding the principles therein, but also to understand today the day of Thanksgiving. We know that the holiday of Hanukkah was made, as I discussed in the past couple of days, as Yimei Hallel Vahoda, the days of praise and the days of gratitude. That's in distinction to Purim, which is Yimei Mishteva Simcha, joy and celebration. So this is more cerebral with the Hallel Vahoda as opposed to Purim, that we discussed. But the very story of Hanukkah itself it seems, is made up of two components. As we know, the story of Hanukkah is told in two very distinct ways. If you take a look at the Al-Hanisim, which is the prayer that we append, we add to Modim, and so there the Al-Hanisim talks about the story, So what happened was, in that particular time, when the Greek Empire stood up against the Jews, to make us forget our Torah, to forget our, our culture, and to forget our practice, and take us away from our Jewish observances. Not that they wanted to kill us, they just wanted to take away our Judaism. You, God, allowed us to fight back. You fought our fights. And it goes on with one expression after the other, describing the unlikely military victory that allowed the Jews to revolt against the Greeks, fight back, and ultimately succeed in retaking the Beis Hamikdash. Beautiful. Great idea. Now, what's not mentioned over here is the story that's told in the Gemara in Shabbos. The Gemara in Shabbos tells the more popular story, or the story about around which the entire observance of Hanukkah, the mitzvah of Hanukkah, the lighting of the candles, surrounds, where it says, When the Greeks came in to the uh, the Hecha, they came into the base Hamikdash, so they defiled all of the pure oil. And when the you know freedom fighters, uh, the the rebels, the Chashmonai rebels, fought back and were victorious, they wanted to light the menorah. They searched and they investigated, and they only found one little jar of oil that had the seal of the Kohen Gadol designating that it was indeed intact and not defiled. But there was only enough there to light the menorah for one night. And a miracle was done and it was lit for eight days. So the next year, they made Hallel and Hoda. And now, at the end of Alanisim, it also talks about Hallel and Hoda. Right? Out of order. So there's Hallel. There's Hoda, there's Hal and Hoda, described in regard to the miracle of the oil, and there's Lahodos Ulahalel, described in regard to the miracle of the war. It's really interesting that the war is the only thing that is mentioned in Modem. I mean, why would that be? Why wouldn't we mention this big ticket item of the oil that lasts for eight days? That seems amazing. It seems incredible. It seems Al Hanisim appropriate. Why is it not there? So the reason it's not there is because of a lesson that Hanukkah teaches us. Not only, you know, Purim versus Hanukkah, two different types of threats, but Hanukkah teaches us, in particular, two different types of miracles. You know, when we think of a miracle, we often think of, like, I don't know, something floating in the air, flying around, I don't know, things that are supernatural, things that are beyond belief, beyond our comprehension. And that's 
probably uh, summarized in the miracle of the oil, the oil lasting way longer than it should have lasted. And that's usually how we refer to a miracle. And we're so impressed with that that we put the candelabras, or Chanukiyas, in our windows so that everybody, we could share that with everybody. Because that's like an obvious, it's a, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer type of miracle. What Hanukkah is attempting to teach us, it seems, is a more nuanced point about the nature of miracles. What do I mean? So the Zagor and Shabbos, the Gemara says that a person who says the Hallel every single day, now it sounds like a good thing to say Hallel every single day. We see it on Rosh Chodesh, we say it on the holidays, we don't say it every single day. It would seem that a person who praises God every single day is doing a good thing. Yet the Gemara and Shabbos tells us that that's not the case. As a matter of fact, a person who says the Hallel every single day is considered a Mecharef Umagadef, somebody who reviles and somebody who blasphemes God. Now, why is that? The question compounds when you read the rest of the Gemara. He says, but a person who says Psuke de Zimra every single day, that's the section that we are, say in the beginning of our davening, Psuke de Zimra with Ashrei, etc. That is a Benam Olamaba, that's a great thing. That's, a person, that's what a person should be doing. So what's the explanation for this? And the answer is, when we think of Halal, Halal Haggadah, the Halal that we say on these big important holidays, Pesach, Shua, Sukkot, on Rosh Chodesh, what we're referring to there are the incredible miracles that were done throughout Jewish history. It's Yes Mitzrayim, the amazing things, like the, the things that are unquestionably God's hand. But when we talk about Pesuket Zimra, when we say Ashrei, when we think about Ashrei, which is a prayer which involves the nitty-gritty, every single detail, every single letter of the alphabet, Ashrei, which says, Everything should get what it deserves, everything should get what it needs, not necessarily because it flies down from the heaven, but because we're able to accomplish things that, you know, you think are natural, but really, really have God's fingerprints on them. What the Gemara is saying is, a person who can only find God in the big moments such a person doing halal every single day, such a person is a blasphemer. To believe that you only see God in our lives when there are big ticket items occurring, that's a tremendous mistake. Rather, what should we think? We should believe and understand that God is involved in our lives constantly. Now, even though the car is not flying through the air, our ability to get places, our ability to succeed and to thrive is all with God's help. Now, once we understand that those are the two models, what is the model of Tefillah, the model of Paseach Hesedecha, the model of Pesuket de Zimra? That's the model of the common miracle, the miracle where God's involved, but it's not supernatural. That is the goal of Modem. Every single day when we talk about Modem, Modem, we thank God, we have gratitude and, and such a degree of gratefulness for the daily constant miracles. We are clearly not experienced floating through the air moments on a daily basis. We are not. Yet, what are we grateful for? We are grateful for our very lives and the good that happens to us, believing that it is God who provides us with that good. That is the challenge. That's the job of Modim every single day, which is the miracle of Hanukkah that we are going to insert, therefore, into Modim. We're going to insert the miracle of Hanukkah that is not obvious. It's a battle. Rabbim biadmatim. It's impressive, but that doesn't mean it's a miracle. Sometimes it happens. It's the two possible ways to look at the Six-Day War. Did they get lucky? Was it a miracle? That is the challenge of Modim, where we take a look at all of our lives and attempt to find God within it. So, too, we take a look at this unlikely, unlikely victory in battle, and that unlikely victory is also to be seen as Modim-appropriate, where we're trying to tease out God's presence in those events. Whereas the miracle of the oil, that's not from Odin. 
modem, the day in day out tefillah, that is not only about thanking God for the incredible moments that are indescribable and supernatural. It's not about that at all, which is why it's left out. Now, interestingly, lahodos lahalel now makes a lot of sense. There's hoda'a, gratitude, and halel. There is like the praise, the praise, like that Gemara and Shabbos says, that's the big ticket items. Those are the supernatural events. But there's also the hoda'a, the gratitude of finding God in our lives on a day to day basis. When it comes to the al Hanisim, it says, lahodosu lahalel, that's mainly hoda'a, not halel. But when it comes to the Gemara and describing the miracle of the oil, it's halel the hoda'a, the halel comes first, and then only followed by the hoda'a. So for the different contexts, we describe different elements of the holiday. So just thinking about this with Thanksgiving in mind. So not only is this true of our relationship to God, that there are supernatural, incredible events, and then there's the day-to-day. That's also, of course, true with everyone in our lives. There are people who have done absolutely remarkable things for us that are unforgettable. They got that us the big job. They, um, they uh, I don't know, set us up with our spouse. They, they did some really incredible things for us. But then there are the people who are not Hallel candidates, but they're Hoda'ah candidates. They're the day-to-day modem types who really, due to their beneficence, due to their kindness, we gain so much from them, and we completely and totally take them for granted. On a day like Thanksgiving, when we think of these two different types of gratitudes, we think of Hallel, of course, and the people who have done tremendous things for us, but we also should be feeling a responsibility to find Hoda'ah, those people who do the things for us that we probably take for granted and we don't take seriously enough. On a day like Thanksgiving, we can take the lessons of Hallel and the lessons of Hoda'ah and the lessons of Hanukkah, tease out these different types of gratitude and hopefully bring more gratitude into our lives and to the people around us and to HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. Not only do we find God in the amazing things, not only should we be grateful for people in the amazing things that they do, but in the day-to-day as well, we should find appreciation for God and for the people around us. Have a great day. Wonderful Thanksgiving.